0: Hey, all, it's me, Rick.
1: <laughs> Ciao, it's me, Millie.
0: <laughs> and this is episode 35, 35. Of season 3. 3. Of Yokso Go. Season 3, could it be Donnie B? Who is he? Just another bit of history that we're gonna get to know In a brand new little season of Yonks Ago A father and a daughter putting on a show Finding out about people from Yonks Ago Y-O-N-K-S Ago Y-O-N-K-S Ago Fact or fiction We don't know Y-O-N-K-S Ago All right, here we go. All business.
1: Back at it again.
0: Uh, we've had some ramshackle openings, but never have we felt so professional from the get-go.
1: I fear one of our best.
0: Yeah. Um, so, does that mean it's all on the up and up, or does that is it a portent for a calamitous episode? I
1: just fear if maybe if we just don't talk about it, it'll be fine.
0: Mm, I've already jinxed yeah, it. Yeah,
1: you've, you've gone ahead and jinxed it. So,
0: look, we can't lose, I guess, because if it goes well, then it's because we started strong. Mm. If it goes badly, it's because I jinxed it. Mm. Mate. We're on a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, always give yourself an out. That's yeah. that's our motto. Definitely. Um, here in episode thirty-five. Um, How do you
1: feel? Oh yeah,
0: I feel good. It's a Wednesday, Arvo. Yeah. Um, a little later than we have been podcasting normally.
1: It's quite. It's quite nice today. The weather. S-
0: sunny day. There's a there's a, sp- a little hint of spring in the air, <laughs> even though it's spring's a long way off. We are right it's in the middle bad. of winter. Are we right oh, no. in the middle? Well, 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 tail we're, end?
1: We're getting to the tail end.
0: Okay. The tail end yeah. is in sight. Yeah. Um, so this is just a, like a little sneak peek mm. of um, of what spring can bring. Yeah. Uh, it's nice. a little spring bring fling. And I like it. A nice day. 19 degrees. Very pleasant in mm-hmm. the sun. Um, and I guess perfect conditions for podcasting here on a Wednesday are
1: And also cricket, would you say? It would be
0: perfect cricket <laughs> weather. Um, no clouds.
1: I haven't seen clouds.
0: Nah. So this is right on brand for the Don Bradman story that is yep. unfolding before our very ears. Dang. <laughs> so in the last episode, what <laughs> happened, Dad? Uh, they Donny B got put in charge of the Australian cricket team.
1: Oh, I mean, we've all been there.
0: He's Adelaide's best <laughs> stockbroker at the moment. Um, and he's Adelaide's cricket captain, South Australian yeah. cricket captain. And now he's Australia's cricket captain. Yeah. And everyone's like, this will be too much for Donny B. Mm. And indeed, it did seem like it was too it much did. to begin with. He could barely score a run. <laughs> he double golden ducked it. Uh, Embarrassing. Ac- across two tests, not in the same test. Yep. Uh, so, he spread it out. Mm. He spread the golden ducky love. <laughs> And everyone was like, 2-0 in an Ashes, in the 1936-37 Ashes series. May as well just give up. Uh, we've made a terrible mistake giving you the captaincy. Yeah. And then he turned it around.
1: They jinxed it. They, yeah. they anti-jinxed it. England were like,
0: there's no way we can lose from here. Yeah. <laughs> Don Bradman has capitulated as a batsman now that he's the captain. And we cannot lose this series. We're 2 nil yeah. up. No one has ever lost a series from 2-0 up. It can't be done. And Dodd Bredman said, hold my beer. Uh, I'm about to make history. And he just started scoring runs at will. Yep. Um, he started making crazy strategic moves on the field, off the field, around the field, I reckon near it, the field.
1: I reckon it was a double bluff. I reckon he double bluffed.
0: He them. ropey-doped him. He's them. like, yeah, you oh, thought... I'm so weak, oh, I can't captain, I can't bat, I can't wait a minute. <laughs> um, so he came back uh, and he won the next three tests, taking the series 3-2. Mm. I
1: mean, it, we've all been there, I've done that as well.
0: In uh, no, I mean, it's par for the course for you.
1: <laughs> Just an average Sunday, really.
0: If you're not... Two nil down in an Ashes Test series, you're not happy. <laughs> I mean, it's your default setting. Yeah. How are you feeling, Millie? Oh, two down. Two nil down in an Ashes series. Like, all right, then that's good. Enjoy. Um, that's the only way to start the day. I don't get out of bed unless I'm two nil down in an Ashes series. You know it. You know it. <laughs> it's no point. Um, and so he's 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 answered the naysayers in emphatic fashion. Mm. Put himself in the in the history books. Um, and look. So, so impressive was his performance that the the King of England himself, his self, sent uh, Donny B a telegram of congratulations. Who
1: was the King of England? I'm going to
0: say it's George the something.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> it's always a safe bet yeah, yeah. pre Elizabeth that it was George the something. Um, so he's getting telegrams from kings. And the king wanted to say, five well-contested matches were played in the friendliest spirit in which (laughs) Mr. Bradman has once more given evidence of his predominant skill as a batsman.
1: Mm, Slay.
0: Um, So hats off to him.
1: Bessies with the king check.
0: Soon after the series, Bradman, in collaboration with journalist William Pollock, Mm? began writing his life story.
1: <laughs> it's like it's time.
0: The world needs to know.
1: Not like Socrates, am I right? <laughs> no, no
0: one knows what he was up to, but soon everyone will know what Donny B was up to. And when they say Bradman in collaboration, I think it was just Jesse yeah. meeting with William Pollock, <laughs> saying, oh, sorry, Don couldn't make it today. He's feeling poorly. But he's told he's he's written some notes about what he wants to get out about his life. So Jesse was definitely in charge of writing that. I mean, that. He,
1: was, he, he was dealing with... Um the loss of a son. Yes. He like he was, you know, battling through it. Yeah,
0: he's he needs some personal time yeah. for his mental his mental uh, health. Yeah. Uh so Jesse, get out there and do some work. <laughs> <laughs> uh so they began writing his life story, including aspects of his 1937-38 season. So all you know, already they're up to date. Mm-hmm. They're like, that was a great series, let's put it in the book. <laughs> um and his form was steadily magnificent through the uh, the summer of domestic cricket. Slay. In all first class games, he scored uh, look uh, f- over nearly fifteen hundred runs at an Slay. average of eighty nine, uh, hitting seven centuries with a higher score of two hundred and forty six. Okay, uh, so just having here. a good time, yeah. <laughs> a solid Donny B domestic season. Um, Meanwhile, plans were made by the London publishers uh, to bring out Bradman's book entitled My Cricketing Life. Jesse came out with that one, for sure. In 1938, just in time for the arrival of the new Australian touring side. So they were heading off to England for the next Ashes series on English soil in 1938. So Bradman's tour squad arrived in England in April 1938 to find an atmosphere... Akin to a lull before the storm. Ayo. Hey, Spoilers Hitler, the bully boy. Oh. Uh, was throwing his weight around in Europe. Yeah, he was. So, it's 1938, it is really just oh. right there. It's on the horizon. It's
1: on the precipice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so, and this is ties What's right this, in with the Nancy, Nancy Wake story. Wake at right now? Yeah, Nancy Wake would have been in France, yeah. I reckon, about now. Probably living the high life with our, with our man. Whose name I can't remember? I don't remember.
1: Henri! Henri! A one, legend. Rest one, in peace. One of the many Henries. <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, so this is very much tied in with the Nancy Wake story, running yep. parallel. Mm. Uh, he arrives there to play cricket. He, um, yeah, so obviously Hitler's starting to make waves in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, he was beginning to rant about reuniting Germans beyond the Reich, which was. Uh, you know, code for taking over Russia, no, sorry, Austria (laughs) and Czechoslovakia. Mm -hmm. England was being run by, can you remember who was running, who was the Prime Minister pre-Churchill from the Nancy Waig story? No. It was lame-ass Neville Chamberlain.
1: Ah, oh, never long bottom.
0: He was a quiet diplomat of the old school who favoured appeasement with Germany. He was like, oh, let's no trouble, guys, oh. no trouble. Oh, I guess you can have Austria. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty German. They kind of yes. <laughs> oh, that's fine, I guess. Oh, but no more, no more. All right, a bit of Czechoslovakia, but yeah. no more. That's it. Was the general way he yeah. was he was running things. Uh, So the political situation in the UK and in troubled Europe dominated conversation as soon as Bradman and the team arrived. But apart from that, he found little different in the England that he loved, uh, because he was, uh, you know, obviously living the privileged uh, life of a probably the most famous foreign sportsman ever to visit Britain at that time. So to him, the place was still wonderful, just delightful. Nice. He was entertained by the establishment who embraced him as an individual with a status beyond that of a diplomat or even a national leader. Dang. He's in a class of his own. Uh, He had a busy touring schedule. He was exposed mainly to the townhouse, country weekend, and he was chauffeured around in a Rolls Royce.
1: Slay. (laughs) Um,
0: So Bradman was back as captain for the first time. This is the first time he's been the captain uh, on English soil, mm. and that brought with it responsibilities far beyond uh, his normal his normal day to day. So he had to make speech after speech. Oh. Um, He's which probably he, got
1: the earpiece in.
0: He loathed, uh, <laughs> but his quirky individual wit worked well in his addresses and endeared him to the British. Guess was writing his speeches? Jesse.
1: 100%. She, she's in he, she's in oh, the ear.
0: She is running the show. So Brittany are like, "Gee, makes a good speech. <laughs> oh, doesn't he? What a good turn of phrase. Isn't he isn't he approachable? Likeable, relatable. <laughs> what
1: a well-spoken young chap. He's got a
0: real but <laughs> he's got, you know, he's he's got the masculine form, but he's got a real feminine yeah. sort of, you know, undercurrent. Yeah. He's just the He's the perfect speaker. <laughs> Uh, so hats, are got, hats off again to uh, Jesse Bradman, mm-hmm. who has turned him from nothing into everything. You know how
1: they say hats off? Mm? As like, you know, well mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. Could, could you like... Turn that around and be like, hats on when someone does something. Someone does something lame. (laughs) Oh, hats on. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's what they were doing to Neville Chamberlain when he was appeasing.
1: My hat is on right now. What are you going
0: to do about that? He's like, oh, we'll let him have Austria. Hats on, Neville. Yeah, yeah. Hats on.
1: Currently gluing my hat to my head. (laughs) I'm gonna start using that actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that is a worthwhile turn of phrase. Yeah. Uh hats off to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Hats off to you for hats on. Yeah. You've nailed that. <laughs> uh so Jesse's speech writing has made him very popular in Britain mm-hmm. now that he's the captain, running around doing speech after speech. Um and so the 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 new to the new team has arrived. So who have we got? Um Bradman's back, of course. McCabe, Stan McCabe, he's uh, always a solid, if you know, rarely Stan. talked about member of the team. Bill O'Reilly's there as well, the man who'll get on the train and play a cricket game. Oh my god,
1: I always forget about him. <laughs>
0: uh, but then we've got a whole lot of new, new people on this sh- on, on this English tour. All right, or people who haven't toured England before. You've got Charles Chiller Walker.
1: Yeah, we do Chiller. <laughs>
0: Spelt C-H-I-L-L-A. Chiller,
1: yeah, yes. Is that like a nickname? He's
0: a stone called Chiller. Yeah, it's in in commas. In yeah. Inverted yeah. Comments. yeah. Uh, I like that as a nickname, the Chiller. Yeah. Um, Brown's there. Chipperfield's there. He played in the in the Last Australian series. Um, oh, so they wrote the new ones. My my apologies. The new lads on the tour were Badcock. <laughs> oh,
1: no.
0: Sid Barnes, Frank Ward, Lindsay Hassett. Lindsay. Our man Fingleton's made it on tour.
1: Fingleton! <gasps> Bradman
0: didn't let him on the last tour. He must have, he did score a lot of runs in the last series, I seem to remember. Yeah. So he's, he's forced his way in, despite the fact that Brad, Bradman does not like the feud. him. He, um, but he knows he's got to be good, got to stay good. Otherwise, Bradman will drop him. Um, so look, but once again, our man, the smiling assassin, Clary Grimmett, mm-hmm. uh, controversial yeah. omission. But in Bradman's judgment and the judgment of his fellow selectors, uh the forty-six year old's Beth oh well to be fair, he's forty six years old. He is forty six. Um, so probably a bit rich for the smiling assassin to be expecting to be picked at forty-six. Mm. Though it was a different time. Yeah. Um and he is just bowling leg spin. <laughs> and basically he didn't have to run around in the field if you didn't want to back then. Yeah. So but Bradman said, No, you're too old, you're done, you are dusted. And Bradman, back in the in the in the domestic seat Series had had a chance to play against Grimmett Mm. and um, had given him a bit of a sledge that he couldn't bowl legs, he couldn't bowl leg breaks anymore. He was relying on the flipper, which Mm. is a type of ball. Um, And so, Grimmett, uh, the smiling assassin, decided to take it up to Bradman on the field and bowled Bradman for 17 after half an hour and said, That will teach him I can bowl a leg break.
1: I'm on his team.
0: Um, which he said to his teammate Richardson. Now, this is an interesting – here's something we hadn't considered about the career of Don Bradman. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw this in there as um, quite a controversial eye-opening statement here. Mm-hmm. So, he's got Bradman out for 17 and he's raced up to his teammate and said, you know, that'll show him that I can bowl, still bowl leg breaks. Mm-hmm. And his teammate Richardson has said, you silly bloody bastard. That will cost <laughs> us a thousand quid each. Because he, Richardson, knew that a big innings by Bradman would have the crowds coming through the turnstiles. Uh, and back in these days, the cricketers weren't, yeah. weren't on big contracts. It, they were paid by, you know, the gate. You know what mm. I mean? They were getting like if a lot of people came to the game, they'd get more money. Yeah. And so he's saying if you get Bradman out, we get less money. So how much of Bradman's career was based hey, on the, the fact that he was a draw card. Popular. and they're like, should we get Bradman out? We could if we want to. Or do we want to make tons of money?
1: Ayo, that changes things. It's giving the rich get richer.
0: <laughs> it is. <laughs> so look, he put in the hard look. Bradman put in the hard yards early on to become an entertainer. Yeah, uh, that the the fans love. So they're coming through the door. But there had to be a tipping point where, as Richardson says, yeah. the team, the, the opposition now- knows.
1: Now, he, now he's just doing absolutely nothing, you know. Jesse's like running his whole life behind the scenes on the field. No one's getting him out, yeah. Because they're like, nah. They're want, like, I want the paycheck. I want my payday. So this he's does just coasting. Man.
0: This does taint the whole Bradman, uh, hey, the, the Bradman career. Because
1: I mean, overrated
0: cr- cricketers like a payday. Yeah. And now I think this little situation has been fixed in the current day mm-hmm. because now cricketers are on contractors. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many people turn up to the game; uh, they get paid their wage regardless. So that's kind of been eliminated. But definitely during this period, oh, oh, Ayo. asterisk against Donny B <laughs> and his um, and his at least definitely his domestic uh, record has definitely got to be in question, Millie. I am doubting the validity. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so Clary Grimmett's been omitted. Bill O'Reilly, our man who will get off a train to play cricket, claimed – now, this was in tapes left with the National Library of the Australia's Oral History Archive, Wait. which was only made public after Bill O'Reilly's death in 1992. So, no one had heard this tape, but he claimed that a dressing room confrontation in the 1937-38 series, which was in the last episode, mm-hmm. between Grimmett and Bradman caused the spinner to miss the 1938 tour. So, it's a bit of beef. Yeah. So, it's, um, O'Reilly's saying it's got nothing to do with how well he could bowl. It's just Bradman had a bit of a tiff with him and said, you're not playing no more, buddy.
1: I think Bradman's a bit of a villain.
0: Now, Bradman, has, uh, when asked about this, said that's totally untrue. Yeah. This was just part of the long-running vendetta by O'Reilly and Fingleton.
1: <laughs> so, oh, now it's O'Reilly and Fingleton. He's always bringing in Fingleton. <laughs> yeah.
0: So much beef. Mm. Oh, who's at the centre of all the beef all the time? Donnie B. Bradman. beef for beef. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah. B for bloody beef. Uh, and if you're at the centre of all the beef, you've got to start to wonder who's to blame. Exactly. Who's, who's, who's beef for blame? I think we all know the answer to that. Uh, I don't want to put words in anyone's mouth. But this is... Oh, real, yeah. The it's sca- a bit sus, isn't it? This episode is just heaping question mark upon yeah. question mark. There's only one punctuation mark that we need for this episode, and it's a question mark. Because yeah. there's a lot of questions. Who's writing these speeches?
1: Maybe like question a question mark? mark with an exclamation point right after. So you're like,
0: mm. question mark. Yeah. You know? That's got a name, doesn't it? A, a like a question mark with an a, with an exclamation mark. Is it a I in, don't know. is it in terabang? In terrabang? hey that sounds cool. Maybe it's an in terabang. That sounds sick. <laughs> 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 um so, look, this is the beef going on uh, behind the scenes of the 1938. Mm. So, there's war on the horizon, uh, mm-hmm. but there's also a little bit of war going on in the dressing yeah. rooms. But who's going to take on Don B? He's getting He gets telegrams from Kings. I would
1: I would take him on.
0: Well, you'd never play again, Millie. Really. <laughs> Although, Fingleton's still playing. Yeah. You've, you've just got to make sure you are very, very good all the time. Yeah. Yeah, non-stop good. Um. All right, so let's get into the stats of the 1938 tour. Statistics. Uh, so the first test, uh, where are we? We were in Trent Bridge in Nottingham. Oh, uh, my they, favourite place. They go out for the toss. Who wins the toss? England. England does let's win the toss. Let's freaking go! England does let's win the go. toss. Let's uh, go! And they elect to bat. They make a massive 658 t- uh, declared. Slay. And then... Look, our man Stan McCabe, who I said the quiet achiever, we don't talk about him much. He he made a double century to, huh. in re, in reply, two hundred and thirty two, as Australia made four hundred and eleven, uh, which Lame. was not enough, uh, obviously. So <laughs> I think they, I think England even made them follow on after yeah, they made four hundred eleven, but then. In the second innings, uh, our man Donnie Bradman came out and made 144 not out mm-hmm. and the match ended in a stale draw. Lame. The match was drawn. Yeah. Uh, England were unable to press their advantage and, um, and Donnie B held true but couldn't get the win. So, it's, it's nil all. Now, we will remember Australia – have the ashes at this stage. So in terms of this series, they only need a draw. Mm -hmm. So still advantage Australia so far. England need to do better. Second test comes around. We are in uh, Lords, the home of cricket. Uh, They go out for the toss. Who wins the toss? Australia. England wins the toss. Whatever. And once again, elected to bat. And once again, amassed a pretty good total, 494. Nice. But Australia, no no slouches, 422 uh so. just a little bit behind mm. then england uh answer that with 242 declared mm-hmm. so australia had to come out and try to you know make about 300 runs yeah. uh they got to 204 don Brabham once again a century 102 not out holds firm but they are unable to win the mm. match is once again a, a stale draw
1: lame. with no one
0: able to press their advantage has for that, a win.
1: Has there ever been a series that's like every game is drawn?
0: I bet there probably has. That'd um, be so lame. So, nil all so far after two tests. Two drawn, a lot of runs scored, but no no results. Mm. Third test comes around uh, and the match is abandoned without a ball being bowled because of terrible, terrible weather. Lovely. Uh, so that's three tests down, not a result to be seen. Only two mm. only two matches left. Um uh, so then we get to the fourth test and they go out for the toss. Where are we? Headingley in Leeds. Mm-hmm. Um they go out for the toss, who wins the toss?
1: Australia. England wins the toss get once stuff, more. Dad. Uh,
0: and they elect to bat once more. 233. That's, that's, that's not good. That's not their best effort so far. And then Australia responds Our man, Donnie B., gets 103. Mm-hmm. We make 242 for a slender advantage. And then England comes in for their second innings. Bill O'Reilly. Uh, gets the ball to talk and gets five for fifty six, and gets England all out for one hundred and twenty three. Nice. So Australia only need hundred and seven to win, and they get it.
1: Easy win, surely. With only
0: the loss of five wickets, Australia nice. wins uh, the fourth Test. And so, I mean, they can't. So they've won. They've the series? pretty much retained the Ashes with yeah. that with that thing. Uh, but can they win the series?
1: Yeah, that's what I meant. Or will
0: it be a drawn series? Mm. Uh, so there's only one test match to go. We've already retained the Ashes, so a bit of a dead rubber. Only pride at stake. We are at the Oval in London. They go out for the toss. Who wins the toss? Australia. England wins Get the toss. Stopped. Australia did not win a toss this whole series. Um, England won the toss and elected to bat once more. Now, England. Uh, they haven't they haven't won a game this, se- this se- series. Mm-hmm. They've. They will not retain the Ashes, but they make 903 how? runs. How? Declared. In, in how many days? Uh, well, that's 335. I think it was like three days. Uh, how
1: do you even get onto the next the next innings?
0: Uh, well, I know. Are, are they going to be able to win this game? That's the question. Yeah,
1: like you can make all those runs, but...
0: Yeah, it's... It's going to be tough.
1: you just wasted half the the test.
0: Yeah, I mean now, hang on a sec, All right. So while England were on their way to their in excess of nine hundred runs um, in the in their first inning, so. Um, Probably day three, sometime at four twenty-five PM, mm. with their score seven for eight hundred and eighty-seven. So they're eight hundred and eighty-seven runs already. Don Brabin, captain of Australia, was bowling. He brought himself on to bowl. Oh, lame! He's taken wickets in the past, uh, so he's coming to bowl with them at seven for eight hundred and eighty-seven, and he trips over on his <laughs> weak ankle in a hole at the crease and breaks his leg. Deserved. His tibia. Deserved. A little bit of tibia. Hats on, Don. Hats on. Do you
1: reckon, do you reckon he cried? Um, uh,
0: <laughs> so he had to be helped from the field. Yeah, he's got a <laughs> broken leg.
1: Um, I have to have a little laugh. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, so this was quite, quite the tragedy for the game. Uh, Fingleton is also out; he's also injured, oh, injured himself that's during a bit this. Soft. So your Bradman and your Fingleton are like cannot bat, <laughs> uh, and so we are in deep trouble. They make nine hundred and three declared with our man broken. I broken leg.
1: Personally, if I was Don Bradman, I would still I would still bat with a yeah. broken leg. You can still
0: hit fours. Yeah. Just don't don't run. Yeah. Uh so we make two hundred and one in reply Say. in our first innings, and then we are all out for 123 in our follow on second innings. England absolutely destroyed us, leaving Don mm. Bradman a broken. He ends every series in a medical right? dire situation, doesn't he? Um so look, England—they they tied the series, one all, but Australia retained the Ashes. Yeah. But absolute At calamity.
1: At what cost?
0: Uh, for our man, uh, yes, this is a this is a debacle. Now, what I didn't say was uh, the bit I f- I knew I I knew there was a bit that I wanted to focus on mm-hmm. before the third test, which was washed out. Yeah, uh, the Australian Cricket Board had said that. Um, Wives weren't allowed to be, – be, none of the cricketers' wives were allowed to come on tour Oh, because uh, Don had said, uh, Jessie's coming over and we all know how much Don needs Jessie on board because yeah. she is doing the bulk of yeah. the work. And, in fact, <laughs> he was probably thinking I could probably take one of these tests off, send, send her out in the Don wig yeah. and uh, she, can, she can have a bat. She'll be fine. <laughs> um, and the Australian cricket board said, no, nah, no wives on tour. And Don Bradman has said, I quit cricket. He said,
1: Slay. said no, Jesse,
0: no, Don. Uh, and they hastily, uh, you know, a bit of... He was convinced to like, hold off. Don't send your resignation in just yet. We'll have a little chat. And then it was... Uh, they reversed their decision and said, all right, wives, he's come on to us. has got too
1: much power. Yeah,
0: I know he does. He's...
1: Not the power of blackmail. He's like, yeah, that's
0: right. And now he knows. He knows. Yeah. If anyone ever has trouble hey, with know, him...
1: Why were they Why were they banning the wives in the first place? I don't know. That's Stupid move. That's giving sus.
0: Yeah, it was very sus. Maybe they would like... We to, I think someone behind the scenes was like, can Don do anything without Jesse? Yeah. Let's see if we separate them for a little while. What happens? Uh, so anyway, Jesse was allowed to join Don on tour and continue to write his speeches and um, uh, I don't know, probably should have been out there batting, bowling for him in the, the yeah. fifth test other, so that he didn't break yeah. his leg like an idiot. Uh, so he's uh, he's – He's recovering, Jesse's there, Uh, and look, on the 19th and 20th of September, Mm -hmm. the Czechoslovakian government reluctantly accepted, uh, you know, the plan to allow Germany to take control of the German-speaking areas of Czechoslovakia, which was basically just part of the appeasing, you know, uh, offer to Hitler, which was like, take... Just, just the German-speaking bits of Czechoslovakia. Yeah. <laughs> that was his vibe. That was that was Chamberlain's vibe. Yeah. If it, if, if anywhere that speaks German, fine. Um. And so, everyday papers carried articles about war preparations in the UK. In London, troops had started digging trenches in the parks. Oh dear. Depots opened for the fi- fitting of gas masks. The population was informed about air raid shelters. So, it's all it's all go, go, go yeah, in terms yeah. of war is coming. Uh, and the underground in London was marked out by the authorities as a suitable place to take refuge. Aware of the pressures, Bradman told a press conference before he and Jesse left England on the 28th of September, My greatest impression is of the magnificent calm and spirit of our British people during these last troublesome days. I know we are fervently... We all fervently pray for peace. That's a nice little speech Jesse whipped Mm -hmm, up just on the spot. Uh, So then Jesse and Don happily, uh, happily reunited. They travelled across France and Italy for two weeks. Definitely ran into dinner party. Definitely the same time as Nancy Wake. They, they I I
1: reckon they had them over for dinner.
0: Nancy Wake, uh, although she wouldn't be bothered. She wouldn't even know who Don- Donny B is.
1: No, but like, oh, I reckon.
0: I reckon too. Surely reckon they're Audrey part.
1: would have been like, oh, I've got this mate yeah. from Australia. She's like, oh, I'm from Australia slash New Zealand, Australia.
0: Yeah, that is outrageous. Uh, so they were going through France and Italy for two weeks before heading to Naples uh, and they felt. They found that the continent was a far different place from cheerful England, which mm-hmm. was still hearing about appeasement from Chamberlain. Yeah, so, look, they've had a little tour before they head back to Australia. That's probably all the time we have. A lot going on. Hey, mm. Jesse, once again, making Slaying. Don who he is. Yeah. Uh, also, Don's ability to bring crowds through the gate definitely puts a question mark yeah. against his record at home and abroad. Massively <laughs> sus. And um, he has... Started throwing his weight around in very real and palpable ways. If you get in beef with Johnny B in the dressing room, you will not play cricket again. It's not good for you, unless you're Fingleton, who's
1: just somehow he's really... a sneaky one. Mm. I don't know what he's I, got. No, he I must don't... have. Has he got pictures of Don Brad?
0: <gasps> Did he get photos of him and uh, the entertainer yeah. from uh, Bowral?
1: Ayo. The only
0: way Fingleton is still playing cricket is if yeah. he's got incriminating evidence of our man Donny. Or B. I was
1: thinking maybe he's like an like a like a nepotism kid, and mm. he just like he just he's just like a bit famous. He just knows some people. Yeah, his his dad's like on the board of cricket.
0: Yeah, there's got to be something. Like that. It's either incriminating photos, which I'm a fan of. Yeah, or he knows some powerful people. Yeah. Uh, either way, Fingleton is
1: he's not throwing his own job. weight around. Yeah.
0: Gotta respect Fingleton.
1: Yeah, I kind of like Fingleton. I'm on Team Fingleton. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're Fingleton fans. Yeah, I'm just hat, I'm hats just, off like, to Fingleton. On hats te- on to Don.
1: Yeah, I'm on Team Anti Don a yeah. little bit.
0: <laughs> and I think donning a hat is putting a hat on.
1: Ayo. Hey, so that makes <laughs> sense because if
0: you doff a hat, you take it off. If you don it, you put it on. What does that come from? That's just it's just a, a, it's, a it's a phrase that relates to taking on and off clothes. Yeah,
1: and I was asking where it came from. Because, Can't yeah. tell you.
0: I've told you all I know. Didn't
1: just. Sprout
0: up from nothing. <laughs> um, so look, that hundred percent checks out. That we are saying hats yeah. on to Don.
1: We've uncovered these secrets. My yeah. leg is going to sleep a little bit. Just going to stand up.
0: Mm. <laughs> uh, maybe your leg's broken. Maybe you've Donny Bradburned. Oh. Donnie in the Phantom ankle. Phantom leg break. Uh, but that is, look, all the time we've had, war is coming. That's going to put a real dampener on Donnie B's cricketing mm. prowess. But how's what's he going to get up to during war times? I tell you, we're going to- Just gonna f- Yeah, I can't imagine.
1: Playing some snooker. Yeah, because- golf.
0: I don't feel like he goes to war, but I mean, maybe he does. Maybe
1: he gets stuck in um,
0: Europe. Yeah, hanging out with yeah. Nancy Wake. <laughs> yeah. He's on the- um, He's on the O'Leary line. Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. We'll find out what happens to Donnie B during the war in the next episode of (gasps) Yonks Ago! Slay.
1: Slay.